What's up, y'all? Welcome to Three Brothers and a Shot of Milk. We're talking superheroes, movies, TV, video games, anime, action figures, comic books, and more. I'm Lawrence St. Victor. We got Jack Walker Pearson, no Richard Wilson dudes in DR on the beach, sipping a Mai Tai, living his best life. But we do have Christopher St. Victor, gentlemen. Yes, you do. <laughs> what's going on how is your week what are you watching what are you reading what are you playing jack i got something just for you this week we've been talking oh, about it co-signing it something yes. is killing the children volume one i'm are excited not yet i just 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 picked it up so i'm hyped i'm i'm excited to get back to some reading and uh jack's been pushing this for a while so i'm excited to jump in it's good, uh, man. I'm on volume three. Nice, nice. Jeez, and, then, and, and then on top of that, I saw uh, Pause of Fury, which we will probably not do a podcast on. Oh, come on. <laughs> <laughs> and then that's about it. Um, so, I, I, so I haven't had a, a lot of time this week, but I did play the Quarry, the demo version. I played the uh-huh. demo of the Quarry, which is great. Until dawn. Um, it's until done, yeah. But the but the acting, the technology is a little further along, so the acting is even creepier. Mm-hmm. I watched first episode of the Resident Evil series that just dropped on Netflix. What'd you think? I couldn't watch the second episode. I watched some of the bastard. Wait, wait, you couldn't Rich. watch it because you didn't have time, or you wasn't worth watching it. Dog, ain't nobody gonna watch that series. Wow, shoot. Now it's got some really cool stuff in it, and then it's and then it's just kind of not watchable. Um, oh, I have to check it out. <laughs> yeah, you gotta check it out. I watched the Bastard, which was it was all right. It's not great, but it was all right. I watched X Men: Days of Future Past, the Rogue Cut. Oh, and she's good in the film. Her story's fun, but you totally understand why they let it go for time. Right. And the other thing, the only thing I actually wanted to talk about that's actually worth watching on my list is I stumbled into this uh, anthology series called Oats Studio. But it looked really interesting, and I it had it on my queue for a long time, and I kept not going to it because I didn't understand the title, I think. Oats Studio? What is this? It's kind of like, it's not Black Mirror. It's more grotesque horror-themed. Uh-huh. But it's but it's good. It's actually pretty good. What's it on? What's the, what's it? It's on Netflix. Here's my biggest problem with it. And I I binge watched the entire series in one sitting. They're like 20 minute episodes. They're all really fantastic, but they none of them have resolution. Any of them. It's frustrating actually. It's like so good. Any one of the episodes, I would watch that content for a whole series. But it's 20 minutes and then they're done and they're going on something else. I'm like, okay, but you guys are gonna wrap back around, right? <laughs> the answer is the answer is no, they're not. Um, but it's actually really great little single almost single serving. They're like teasers, man. I don't know. I don't get the content it was actually really frustrating now that I'm thinking about it. But the graphics are cool, the acting is good, the stories are compelling, and it's grotesque so anyone looking for it yeah i think you'd like it that's why i wanted to mention it uh oats studio is the name of the series and it's actually pretty good Mm. that that was my week my week man i ain't do nothing i was supposed to which was read a bunch of comic books i didn't do nothing fun but i can talk about 
the comic book that I did get that I want to read that Chris, I think you might be interested in, which is uh, this Batman one twenty five. Uh, okay, this is oh. a variant cover. Yes, you got this. Yes. Guy? Yes, and I had to because we follow the guy on Instagram, and I've, I've been reposting the stuff. Uh, Jorg. Jimenez. Jimenez? Yes. This guy is sick. Did you read it? Not yet. I haven't had a chance. Oh, you I'm got, dying to. Oh, my God. It is so good. Well, and the way he draws the art. It looks sick. And I had a big problem with Tim Drake after Rebirth because is he Red Robin? He's not Robin because Damian Wayne's Robin. So it's like, what is he? And this book is like, it's it's modern day. It's current continuity. He's Robin. And it's like Batman's on this case. So it's like, it, it's, it's the perfect jumping back into Batman point. It's, it's a starting of a fresh new story. And we get clarity on this dude's Robin Hood. Robin Hood. For me, this, this, guy is, <laughs> this guy is the new artist on the scene. And he's not new. He's been in the game for a minute. But... The way he draws Batman, the, there's texture, but it's clean lines. I think he's the best. I think he's the best Batman artist on the scene right now Whoa, is this guy right here. That's some strong words. Dude, look at, still look, around. Go to the yeah, – yes, Jim Lee's great. But look at – go to the – I mean, go to the scene where Batman's in his street clothes because he's at a gala, but he's got the hood on. But he manages to get his ba- his uh, belt on. The texture and the way this guy is drawing these oh, panels is insane. This is yeah. So yeah. I'm gonna have to it's check it out because I've been kind of, over the past couple of years. I've been in and out of Batman. I mean, the last story I read was uh, White Knight, and yeah. after that, Elseworlds too. Yeah, yeah. But after that, I kind of get lost because sometimes they go really, really, really like sideways with Batman, and I get frustrated and I drop out. But, the Batman run's been strong over the last few years because Tom King came on board. So you had City of Bane. You had the War of uh, Jokes and Riddles. It's been very Batman. Uh, it's been pretty good. So uh, this is a good jumping in point for you, Chris, if you want to. Batman 1, 25. 25. Yeah, so, yeah, and I would I recommend it for anyone looking for just good Batman content. This is kind of where it's at right now. I'm in. Uh, I'm not in. I haven't jumped in, but I'm going to jump in. I promise. Chris, I got a question for you, man. What's that, Lawrence? Why did the old hard of hearing man distrust Batman? What? What'd you say? Why did the old hard of hearing man distrust Batman? (laughs) See what I did there? Wow. (laughs) Why did he distrust Batman, Lawrence? (laughs) He thought he was called bad man. So you should have saved those finger guns for me. You can't even use it. Oh, rough. I I sought out a joke that I'm like, there's no way Chris can give me props for this one. I'm like, I'm going to find one that's going to make it hard for him. He didn't give you props, but he derailed it. I was about to give finger guns and I, I pulled them back. I have to say, your derailment was funnier than the joke was, Chris. <laughs> well, yeah. that's how we do here. Man, but you, we can redeem that whole segment if we go down the street, make a right at the light, a left at the stop sign, and we'll be at the Collector's Corner. It's here at the Collector's Corner, we take something out of our toy chest, something off our comic book shelf, something out of our video game case, and we showcase it to the world. It can be worth millions of dollars or just sentimental. Gentlemen, what do you got? 
All right, so I got about 500 things to show, but I'm going to show them all at once. Oh, my God. Are you opening up the box? It's a box, baby. Let me see what you got. it's, It's a box. These are my hero clicks. Oh, oh. I remember so those gonna, joints. Yeah, so I'm only going to show a, a few of them specifically. This is one of my fave. It's Doomsday. Look at the how just how cool these are. The texture on these hero clicks are just sick. So, yeah. Jack, and, I had those, and I never understood what was the purpose of those. Can you just explain what hero clicks are? No, I can't, but I can tell you how I use them. <laughs> <laughs> so... So the way I use hero clicks is my brother and I would set up a chessboard and we would choose, well, we choose different pairings of different heroes or villains or DC or Marvel characters. And we would play chess using the hero clicks. That's That's cool. That's That's not how you're supposed to play it. Yeah, there's technically you get a a board and the board is kind of like a live a live thing. You got stats on the bottom of your hero clicks. It's like a D&D thing where you walk through the board and you have to interact with the environment and the other characters in order to accomplish a task. You you battle it out. You take damage. You give damage. I've never played the game, actually, I so I could like be completely naked. this whole time. I, I not, dude, it was a, a video it's game. It's a game. No, 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 no. It's a game. It's like a board game. It's a kind of board game like Dungeons and Dragons. Wow, that's the right. sick one. You're holding up the composite Superman, um, Batman. That's dope. Yo, that I'm telling sick. you, I have hundred of them. I got very into collecting the hero clicks because I just thought they were so cool. Ironically, I never played the game, but man, we had some great chess games. I'll tell you that for <laughs> nothing. <laughs> that's cool, though. That's fun. I like that. Well done. Well done. Well done. Chris, what you got, man? So I was actually watching some classic uh, Justice League Unlimited. So I pulled out my Justice League Unlimited steel figure, which took me forever to find. But I finally found it. It's funny. These figures, the proportions, you know, they they mimic the cartoon, but the proportions are kind of weird. So the legs are skinny and the upper body is huge. Can it stand well? Does it? uh, Yeah, it'll stand. If you put it. Yeah, I don't know. But yeah, it'll stand. Yeah, it'll it's like stand. all the toys skip leg day. Yep. And then, but, don't skip leg day. You know day. who didn't skip leg day? This Whoa. Justice Steel. Holy. So, where, which one is that? So, this is the DC Direct one. So, again, wow. this is pre McFarlane days, DC Direct. And uh, this one is, this one's fire. This one, I got this one at uh, Comic-Con. I found it at Comic-Con. Um, I don't remember which wow. year, but I found it. Hell yeah. Chris like, is like holding up. It does. Chris is holding up a Man of Steel, Steel figure, that's John Henry Irons, and the S on his chest, baby, is that's a big S, S, baby. The S is so big. Oh you know cool? If you take his head off, if you take the mask off, it's Shaq's face underneath here. No, it's not. No, it's not. I'm joking. Of course not. Of course it's not. Of course not. Of course not. Of course not. My strength was about to be blown all, all the way up. <laughs> so that's what I'm showing. That's what I got. Man, I want that one. That's a good one, man. It took me hard. That one was hard to find. He's got Dude. the two tones on, the, on his uh, metal. You got like real brushed metal and you got gloss. And you got the like a hose on his leg, powering his leg. It's pretty, and you got a cape. Right. The cape no S on the cape. It's all right. He's yeah. He doesn't need an S on the back. Yep. That is dope. Man, he looks good. That is dope. Yeah. 
Well, my pickup, man, I went to a few Walmarts trying to find this bad boy. I love toys. And what got me into toys, besides He-Man, was that 1980s Superpowers toy line. Yep. And McFarlane was like, I'm going to bring you back to your childhood. So I copped this Superman Superpowers McFarlane action figure. And it's a complete Dope. throwback to 1984 right here. Boom. Is it cape cloth? The cape is cloth. It hooks to the back of the neck. Like it has a little C-clip on the back it of the neck? It has a C-clip. Oh, nostalgia. Um, dude, I had that one. We all had this, Jack. That's why this line is crazy. I almost bought two of these. One to just keep in the package because this is just bringing back everything. But, I mean... It's so cool. There's no power action the legs, so it just stands there. That would today it would cost so much money to add that mechanism in. But I mean, this is so dope. I was trying to find the Batman. It wasn't there. There's another vehicle. I mean, it, it, and it's compatible with the toy line. So I can price range ten bucks. That's a bargain. Ten bucks, and the Batwing is like twenty bucks. That thing is far. It's twenty bucks, and the Batwing matches the Batmobile that came out in the 80s. Like, if you put them side by side, it looks like they belong together. That's dope. Now, the only problem with this, the cape is trash. I've seen reviews. The cape is trash. The material's whack. And they actually put a plastic thing in to hold it, putting a hole in the cape, in the package. But I have my old school Kenner. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Lawrence's cape from back in the day. Lawrence has gotten very good at putting capes on figures, too. That's Lawrence's face. You need a a cape on your figure? Call Lawrence. But, yo, this, I'm going to get another one of these. I have to. I was so happy when I found it. That is my freaking pick up. I think it's time for some news. It's time for the news. It's a very, very slow news week. We're recording this as of July 17th. And as you know, everyone's waiting for Comic-Con next weekend to drop all the nuggets. So right now, it's a slower news week, but we do have some stuff. Mondo, this is some action figure news real quick. Mondo, who dropped that extremely expensive He-Man toy, is dropping an extremely expensive Skeletor toy. You can find it at Comic-Con. But this detail is, is crazy. He comes with multiple hands, multiple skulls, his own uh, power sword, his staff. He's going to stand really tall. Um, but if you got the He-Man, you want to get the She-Ra, you kind of got to get him. Speaking of more He-Man news, the 40th anniversary He-Man action figure that's coming out. Comic-Con is doing a pack where you get He-Man and Skeletor in a pack together. Now, these stand at about seven uh, inches, and it comes with the original comic books that Very came with cool. the toys back in the day. So, and the swords are die-cast metal. That's so, cool. But this is like a Comic-Con exclusive. I think whatever's going to hit the streets is not going to be <laughs> nah, that. But nah. if you had Comic-Con, go for it. Um, Hasbro loses eye due to die-cast metal <laughs> He-Man sword. Which a whole why, slew of children losing their eyes this week. <laughs> which is why that version is not going to be a target. Guaranteed. Um, finally, Hasbro has dropped their three Spider-Man action figure pack. They're dropping the Tobey Maguire, Andrew Garfield, and Tom Holland Spider-Man pack for them to come out together. Each figure is kind of sculpted to look like the actor's body, so it's not just the same figure repainted. It's like they're all three different figures with different sculpts. So that's no Spider-Pig, huh? 
Sorry, Jack. No, Jack. No, no spider, spider pig. Maybe, maybe in the next Spider Verse movie. Um, the boys. Its spinoff series will be called Gen V. Its spinoff series will take place pretty much at a college where that Vaught owns. It's going to be kind of like Hunger Games meets the cost, like kids in college, which. It's where they it's where they go before I guess they can become part of the seven or whatever. It's their training ground. Jack, it's gonna be dope. Why are you making that? I think it's gonna be dope. Yeah, I think it's gonna be dope. The voice hasn't let us down yet. (laughs) Yeah, we're gonna talk about that. Uh oh. Oh Uh oh. Uh oh. Chris, man, Hasbro's trying to get on your action. They're coming out with a selfie series. Pretty much you can take a selfie of yourself, it scans your face. And you can make yourself a Star Wars, a Star Wars figure. You can become a Ghostbuster. You can become a Power Ranger. You become a GI Joe. It will three D print your head from it, from existing photos and put it on a pre existing figure's body. Wow. Look, I'm all about that. If you guys can see, this is the first head of my action figure I'm making of my son. This is my son's scanned head. That's sick. <laughs> That's yep. fucking dope. That yeah, looks like so- Sebastian too. Yeah, it is. No, it is. I put him in a chair. I spun him. I scanned him. I 3D scanned his head um, using uh, EM scanner. And then that's it. This is actually his head. That's him. Wow. So, yeah, I'm I, with that. I think I'm doing something with, like, gluing capes on figures. And you're out here. So- <laughs> <laughs> um, you can finally stream Spider-Man No Way Home on Stars starting today which was like two days ago so you can see on stars as you guys know as much as spider-man is part of the mcu he is a sony property therefore none of his movies are on disney plus but you can see no way home on stars it's very interesting how that's all working which is why jack i feel like as much as they might have wanted to they were like they probably couldn't do dr strange multiverse of madness and have it tied to spider-man because they don't want to pay that extra money they Spider-Man should have paid the extra money. Hey, let's not open that. <laughs> let's not. Let's just keep it going. Marvel. I'm still salty about that. Actually, still salty. I do, I do want to say something. They've cast Suicide Squad 3, starring oh. Professor X, Black Bolt, <laughs> Captain Carter. I see exactly where this is going. And you got to <laughs> Jack. Well done. Uh, Martin Lawrence <laughs> says Bad Boys 4 is going forward, despite... The Will Smith slap. Um, I hope so. I love Bad Boys. The way Bad Boys 3 ended, it kind of set it up to be like Fast and the Furious. They have a team of people. It's bigger than just Miami. It's pretty much the same type of thing. And listen, Will Smith made a mistake, but he's been good for 30 years. Let him, let him, let him get back. Let him him be good. Let him have one moment. Yeah, I mean, come on, come on, come on. Um, Chadwick Boseman is getting an Emmy for his role as T'Challa in the What If series. I mean, he's got an Emmy nomination for his uh, voice work in the What If series, which is um, which is pretty dope, man. This guy's done great work. Uh, he probably should have got an Emmy for his role in La Rainey's Black Bottom, which was a film, but it was on HBO, so it's TV. So they're giving him his uh, Emmy nomination. Um, Natalie Portman says, the whisper she gave Thor at the end before she died, she says that wasn't scripted and no one will ever know what I whispered in his ear. I will never reveal it. The director doesn't even know. Oh. Which is why Chris responded in his interview. He said the tear he dropped was also not scripted, 
but was impossible not to drop after the whisper. Did he say that? I don't. Oh, that was, I was like, that's beautiful. I was thinking that, that's, a, that's a little insightful for Chris Hemsworth. <laughs> he's charming, but he's not. That's a little bit. That's, a, that's so beautiful. But Thor doesn't even know because she whispered so low <laughs> that Hemsworth. even Jimmy Cricket is wondering what she said. Chris Hemsworth was like, what was that again? Mm-mm. What? <laughs> that's it. That's it. It's over. That's it. It's over. It's she probably said nothing. She probably was just like... <laughs> Your farts Man. smell like roses on Saturdays. <laughs> yeah. You keep talking to me like that. Now <laughs> <laughs> it's a party. Well, that's the news, guys. That was the news. Oh, I got some news, too. What you got some news? No, you stop. Yeah, I got something to say. I got something Uh to say about last week's thing, actually. I dove back in to do some research after our debate. (laughs) Mr. Wolverine's supposed to be a leading man. Hugh Jackman is six foot three, brothers and milk. Do you know how tall Wolverine is in the comics? He's like five five foot. Five foot three. Five foot three. And on official Marvel record, they said Wolverine is five foot three, 300 pounds, although most of that is maybe his adamantium weight. Right. He, is designed, <laughs> he is designed to look short and squatty, or stocky is what they said, short and stocky due to this. People were making a movie. So Danny yeah. DeVito is the best. Is the best. I'm <laughs> waiting for it, man. Danny DeVito. DeVito. And you know his his claws are supposed to be three feet long too. Three feet long is like is like is, no, is they're huge. Not, they're not three feet. They're yes, long. yes. No, nope. no, they're supposed to be three feet long. Jack, I'm gonna right. find it. Dollar I have bet. the card. Dollar bet. Confirm. But do, Wait, do it right now, man. Long. We'll do this long. Three feet long. Three. How dare you argue these made up facts, Jack? This How dare you? Long my son is tall. Claws <laughs> yeah. to be. We're, we're going to get to the bottom of this right now in real time. Oh, wow. Okay, wait, wait, wait. They're not three feet. 36 inches is three feet. They are supposed to be a monstrous 17.8 inches, though. 17 mm. inches. So for the it's cinematic... A foot and a half. The cinematic version of this, we're going to get someone handsome, strapping, and we're going to downsize his claws a little bit because we're making a movie, guys. We're making a movie. No. We're making a movie. No one wants to fight. No offense to five foot, 300 pound. (laughs) (laughs) I'm offended. I'm sorry. I'm offended because I actually... I, and I'm I'm technically a little tall for the role, but will never be cast in the role because I'm too short. F you. You guys are so backwards in this town you call Hollywood. Oh, baby. So backwards. Well, and I want to bring up last week's debate because I have to officially say that Jack and I had Crushed flags it? all over our choices. And oh, that makes well, that Chris, might be true. That makes Chris the default. No, but I don't no, know about what, that. I, I would rather say. <laughs> I don't Jack know and, about that. I will. Ra- I will say Jack and I lost. I'm not going to say Chris won. No, no, you already said it. That's all right. Just recognize my genius for all that. You know who had the best list was actually probably Rich, who said nothing at all. Well, there you go. (laughs) Let's get to today's. Yeah, man, stop, stop laughing. Let me talk. We gotta put up our boxing gloves, man. It's time for a debate. Let's get ready. We're going to cast the Avengers 1980s style. If the movie came out in the 80s, I want to know who would you cast as the original lineup in that first movie? You have Thor, Captain America, Hawkeye, Hulk, 
Black Widow, Iron Man, and the big bad was Loki. Now, the actors you grab from the 80s, they have to be their ages in the 80s. Okay. Got it. Oh, I, I got it. Crush this. You're gonna nah, I'm crushing it, Chris. You want to go first? Because you always want to go first. Because you always I'll go first. I'll go first. I gotta say, I got my flags ready. Thor. There's only one person. 80s. You're gonna have for Thor. That's Arnold. Arnold Schwarzenegger is my Thor. Big accent. Arnold. Captain America. I'm gonna take you guys back to Big Trouble in Little China. Kurt Russell. How square is my man's jaw? He would be a fantastic Captain America. <laughs> He's supposed to be from New York, right? Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, he can yeah, do it. He can do it. He Hulk? Can do it. Yeah, but Captain He's America is like... He's man. He's a little... Yeah, like, he could clean up... Look, I looked at pictures. That jaw is mad let me square. Let this. Kurt Russell was cast as the wild card opposite um, uh, Sylvester Stallone. Kurt Russell yeah. was the rough and gruff guy opposite Sylvester Stallone. If that tells you um, anything about the guy's sensibility. He would have been Wolverine if it came out in the 80s. I'm, I'm going to tell you what. I'm going to send you a screenshot. I'm going to share a screenshot from Big yes. Trouble in Little China. You, don't you need cut his hair? Wait, you, to be, that's to my be movie. Captain America, you need more than just a square jaw. Also, he, he, has, he, he, has, he has the all-American look. I'm telling you. He could, of course, he could play it. He can play it. He's fantastic. Yeah, he could play anything, but is he the best? Let's keep going. Keep it pushing. Okay. Okay. Hulk? Come on, man. There's only one person. Even if this was cash right now. It, no, yes, Dustin. <laughs> even if this was cash right now, it would still be the one person who would still play it. Lou Ferrigno. My man still puts up 315 like no problem. Lou Ferrigno right. was still jacked. Who's Bruce Banner? Like, the Hulk is easy. You can CGI it or cartoon or whatever you want to do in the 80s, throw a plug, find a bodybuilder. Who's, your, who's the guy with the dialogue? I don't believe you said still Bruce Banner in your thing. You just said <laughs> Hulk. This. Hulk so is Bruce Banner. Look, you said Hulk. <laughs> well, he should be both. He could he be both. Hulk. It's the same thing. No, he's got he no. Hulk. He took no, Luke no. Regno in body paint. All right, cool. Keep it pushing. All right, keep cool. going. Keep going. Next, keep going. Black Widow, Sigourney Weaver. She okay. should be a fantastic Black Widow. Okay. okay. Iron Man, Harrison Ford. He has the the, the snarky the snarky attitude to do it. I feel like he he can do it. That's not bad. And, and my big bad is only one man who can who can play Loki in my mind from the 80s. When Alexander witnessed the breath of his domain, he wept for there are no more worlds to conquer. Hans Gruber. Alan Rickman, man. That's it. He'd be dope, dope Loki. Yeah, actually, he would be pretty great. He'd be Alan great. Alan Rickman would be, be pretty great. And, that's what uh, and, and, and I'm kind of sad. I, I missed him on my list. Of, so am uh, I. This. <laughs> so am I. <laughs> yeah, uh, you know, Chris, that almost redeems your monstrosity last week. Oh, almost. Uh, me, no, me, are, are you talking about the winning list? Is that what you guys are talking about? The list that won? Is that what you're talking yeah, about, Redeem? Carlos Esposito as Magneto. Wow, that, that happened. Uh, Jack, do you want to go or do you want me to just crush it and then you have something hard to follow up with? Well, I've got two lists, so let me go no, this time I and I'll go for... <laughs> you'll, you'll, Jack, you'll, Jack you'll, does his homework, that's why. You'll like this. Do you want list number one for this round or list number two for the follow-up? I'll go that way then. <laughs> and I got some honorable mentions. Nick no, Fury. you're not going to take all the answers. 
and then I'm going after you. I got five lists. Everybody in the 80s is on his All list. Okay. All right, go ahead. Go ahead then. Dang. Okay, okay, okay. Well, first up for me, my Thor is Dolph Lundgren, man. He literally was He-Man. He looks like... I had, I had him as... I, I was between him and Arnold. So, yeah, I, I co-signed Chris, that. this is where I, you went crazy for me. Because in my mind, when you made Arnold Thor, I'm like, oh, Dolph Lundgren's Captain America. That makes sense. Like, mm-hmm. Okay. I couldn't think of... I forgot about Arnold. So I couldn't think he's about so him. Russian. How's he America? He's like Captain Anything But America. Okay. Fair sure, Lawrence. Dolph Lundgren. Fair enough. No, he's my Thor, though. He's my Thor. My Hawkeye. Because Hawkeye's on the list, Chris. Yeah, I had Bruce Willis as Hawkeye. You did not say that. Oh, I'm sorry. I, I, I did. I did have it right here, though. Bruce Willis oh, is yeah. Hawkeye. Well, Bruce Willis is also guy. my Hawkeye. Oh, yeah? Bruce Willis is my Hawkeye. All right, good, good, good. Not because of Hudson Hawk, Jack, but Bruce Willis would be a freaking dope Hawkeye. Yeah, um, dude, my Hulk. I'm going Bruce Browner route because we can color any guy in green paint. Okay, Jeff Goldblum. Will be a great Bruce Banner. Ooh, okay. And he do this whole golden thing. I, I don't want to get. I don't. I don't. I, I don't want to get angry. You want to like you want to. So charmingly befuddled. I know it's so great. Black Widow, Linda Hamilton. Yeah, Linda Lord, Hamilton. Yeah. See, I was doing a deep dive. Women got the shaft in the eighties, man. They didn't. They, they, they sure did. Every, every day, but like the eight. Wow. Chris, canceled. no finger guns we're, on there. We're done. We're done. <laughs> we That's are canceled. It. So this is our last episode. We hope you enjoyed the run. Three brothers and a shot of milk. No more. No more. <laughs> Iron Man. And for one reason, the one reason only. Tom Selleck, the stash, that freaking mustache Ooh. goes hard. Damn, was, Lawrence. It's almost like they drew him in the 80s Iron Man wow. comic books. Yeah. Tom freaking Selleck. Tom Selleck. And then Loki, Tim Curry. Yeah, Tim Curry yes. would be the Loki. Tim wow. Curry. Great. Incredible. Tim Curry. Uh, I didn't do Nick Fury. I thought about it, but then I'm like, I don't want to do it. It's 80s. I have to do like white Nick Fury. I didn't feel like doing it. Nah, it's still be Fury, Samuel. That's that's what I put down Nick Fury My honorable mentions Nick Fury Samuel L Doctor Strange Anthony Hopkins Spider-Man Michael J. Fox Wait, wait, wait Wait, 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 wait wait. Anthony Hopkins Of course Doctor Strange? Hell yeah Yeah crush it Oh, of course He He would act it well He would act it well He doesn't look like So It's the 80s Everything is wrong Yes, and sure. Michael Michael true. Keaton's Ant Man. Okay, that'll work. That'll work. Those are my those are my those are my bonus. Not I like your Michael J. Fox as Spider Man though. That is very 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 eighties. That feels the most eighties out of everything. I was about to say if Spider Man was in this, there's only two people that can play Spider Man in the eighties: Michael J. Fox and Matthew Broderick. Matthew Broderick, yeah, yeah. There's the only two guys. I don't. I'm not, I'm not even lean on Matthew more if you want to go like more nerdy Peter Parker. Nah. Yeah. Give me your real list, Jack. Iron Man from the 80s. Billy D. Williams. <laughs> now that's <laughs> what I'm that, talking about. Jigga that smooth Cold 45. Billy D. Williams. Yes, Jack. Billy D. Williams. Iron Man. Uh, Thor, Bo Jackson. You because Bo because <laughs> in, in the 80s, Bo did baseball, Bo did football, Bo did every sport there was. Of course, Bo could do acting. 
I would cast O. Jackson as Thor. Can we not have him saved by um, Odin's fade? Can we, like, not have him? <laughs> we don't need to do all that. Captain America, Carl Weathers. You do the Black Avengers. Carl Weathers, Captain America. I'm, I'm mad that the, I'm mad at us, Lawrence. The shot of milk is coming through so strong. I know. We should be ashamed ha- of ourselves. Hawkeye, Hawkeye, Mario Van Peoples. Boop, Mario Van Peoples. Yes. Works. <laughs> he's almost too. He's almost too handsome. He's almost too. He's perfect. To Kidding. He's perfect. Black Widow. Lisa Bonet. Bonet. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, she, she crushed that in the 80s. Okay. Hulk, the only person appropriate, Danny Glover. I'm too old for this. I'm too old for the superhero. I'm retiring next week. <laughs> and then when he turns into the Hulk, he can turn into like Tiny Zeus. Like Zeus can be <laughs> like... Tiny Zeus, yes! He could be like the physical embodiment. Loki... <laughs> Loki be Eddie Murphy. Has to. In this line. Awesome. Yeah. Of course. And then my bonus Doctor Strange would be Sidney Poitier. Yo. Yeah. Black yeah, Avengers. he went by default. Well, it's he not wins. by default. I, I put in the work. Yeah. I mean, I think my list is better, but I feel like he has to win. Like, my blackness is on the line. (laughs) (laughs) Well done, gentlemen. Well done, done, Jack. Where do you think outside the freaking box, dude? That's what I'm talking about. Man. But let's get to the reason why we're here. It's time for the main event. Yo, we're talking the freaking boys. Now, we already covered episode one of season three, so we're not going to talk about that so much. But if you want to hear about it, go jump. And you already should be subscribed and downloaded and all that jazz. So it'll be easy for you to find that episode. But if not, go ahead and download and subscribe and listen to that episode. But we're jumping into the rest of the season. I'm not doing a whole giant recap here, guys. This is free freaking flow through the storylines. Spoiler alert, we are spoiling the boys season three. But first, before we get into spoils, what you guys think about it? I loved it. The boys doesn't disappoint. It comes through with ridiculousness and like, but it's the it's the best mess of a train wreck <laughs> on TV. Like, it's just a mess, but it works. And I love it. I love mm-hmm. it. Yeah. I, I Listen, I love the boys, too. Um, I really, really enjoy the content. I like what it is. It's a little, it got a little repetitive for me after a while. Like the, just how long are the characters going to keep chasing their tails, making the same mistakes over and over again, making the same choices over and over again. And then the other slight gripe I had by the end of the thing, and this is big spoiler. Can I say a spoiler? I will, I'll give you the non-spoiler version of it. Some of the consequences just really, there are none. I mean, there are for some people, and then they're just really not for others. Um, and I felt like, uh, if you're going to go that far, just kind of go that far. But oh, then to go that, yeah, to go that far and then pull out at the last minute, come on, man. Pause. I feel like Rich would have said pause. <laughs> uh, I agree with Jack. I agree with both of you guys. First, I love this show. I think it's giving us everything we want and even stuff we never asked for, like the inside yeah, like- a penis. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but also, yeah, we. I feel like this isn't a spoiler, but mm, we kind of 
the seasons end in a similar way. Um, and, uh, and I guess I was looking for more of, like Jack said, more and more consequences. But what I really love about this show, they have a way of doing satire. Like this show is extremely quotation marks woke, like literally Homelander, Trump, super yeah. conservative. But they do it in a way that doesn't feel like it's just beating you over the head with a message. Yeah, you know, it's they, there, they, but you can almost choose to miss it if you need to. But it's also so in your face, but it's done with such a sense of humor that it it makes it enjoyable. It's it's very interesting how they're able to balance that tone. I don't even really know how, but and I I, th- it. I think it's because the way Homelander uses like the fake news and the super conservative right wing stuff, he knows what he's doing, and he's using it as a as a kind of a chess piece to kind of you know to to, to get his message out and to control his message because you know they're they're so concerned about their points right how they're polling so he's controlling so i think because he's using it as a tool it doesn't feel like well i always complain about how they're like poking you like oh look see 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 what we're doing here see what we're doing here but they can but they are they just doing it in a way that doesn't feel like it but they, yeah. they, they found a, a really great way on how to do that but like if you're if you're a republican if you're a trump supporter if you're super conservative and you're watching this i wonder if they'll feel like enough already i wonder if they'll feel that well way. that's that's what i'm saying it's it's it feels like if you needed to uh not notice it it's still it's so in the characters you can kind of choose to not notice it Mm-hmm. It's there, yeah. but it's not so there that it feels uh, like it's casting judgment on that thing. It's just the thing, right? 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 What like its agenda. Is, its agenda doesn't seem to be to. It's not the show's agenda. It's the yes. writer's agenda. Yes. Yeah. Right. right. Yeah. Exactly. Mm, That's nice. why there's kind of an, a way to opt out of it if you needed to. Right. Uh, well, let's just jump in, man. Um, freaking Soldier Boy, dude. This whole. Sh- season is really about finding and weaponizing soldier boy and they freaking find him and he has his power that can shoot out of him that can literally evaporate the v inside of a superhuman which, which is awesome but it's that thing of you show me a gun in act one i'm gonna need yeah. that sucker to really go off in the finale <laughs> yeah and and but and that was my problem with this is this you've gotten right at the beginning my problem with the content in general so Soldier Boy hits a lot of these characters with his th- thing. Specifically, he hits Kimiko. 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 He hits. Yep. He hits Kimiko, and he hits and he hits Maeve. And so Kimiko has no powers. She's not healing. She got to do. She's gonna die, and then she's happy to not have power. She wants her powers back, and she's able to get her exact powers back by simply taking some more Compound V. Now Maeve loses her powers at the end. And she doesn't have any powers, so she's got to leave. Uh, she could just go get some Compound V. So it's like, I don't think she wants she to. Want no, she yeah. wants that life with her girl. Sorry, it's aside the point. Here's my point. This, the consequences of that thing are no consequences because at any point she could change her mind and just go get Compound V and she's got her powers back. I see what you're saying. Yeah. So it's, had... it's, like a, it's like a non-thing thing. Well, I, I was thinking about it and I was thinking, like, I was okay with that. If at the end, because we're, we're setting this like they set up his, this massive superpower he has. I'm like, he's obviously going to use it against Homelander in the big fight at the end. Has to. And I was hoping that he would have hit Homelander with it 
Homelander would have lost his powers. But since he's a special bread hero, just dousing himself with compound B doesn't work. It doesn't give him his powers back. And he has a suit, and at the end, he has a depowered Homelander with his superpowered son by his side. And the depowered Homelanders would be even crazier. And we can find out a way for him to get his powers back in season four. But I'm like, you're setting up this this thing that can take away powers and he's fighting Homelander. How is that not on the table? Yeah. And now I did like what they did at the end with Homelander where he just obliterated the dude in the crowd. Yeah. And, I, and honestly, I, I, I wish that had been closer to the beginning or middle of the season, though. Because but the dude in the crowd has no consequences now. Now, I know, now but it's but but no no I know I think the dude in the crowd I think it sets up future but the dude in the crowd is like now holding these I can do whatever I want whatever I want but that's that's my biggest issue and I don't have many but my one issue with the series is it every season it ends with Homelander doing, doing whatever something he wants. and the boys going well, now we have to take him down like it ends the same way now we got to regroup and got to take him down. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I get it. I see that. But I you know what I liked? I liked, you know, that that couple's that couple episode span where Homelander was off the rails doing whatever he wanted and everyone was walking on eggshells because this guy is a ticking time bomb ready to go off. But that's and every I, season. But every season it, Yeah, but this off. season I think he was this season I think was different because he, he had no one real you know, no one you know re, reeling him in. Actually, I think it's the opposite. I think he was so concerned about points in his image. Yeah. Starlight was able to get away with stuff she would have never got away with season yeah. one or season two. The most exciting Homelander moment for me also was the most frustrating, pissed off moment I got watching any of the seasons. It's season two. He's given the talk to the crowd. He gets fed up with the crowd and he just chops them all down. I jumped out of my chair with excitement. I was like, the wheels are off the bus. Where are they taking this content? This is the point of no return. Here we go. And then instantly they took it away and it was all in his mind. I'm still waiting for them to commit to some version of Homelander where the wheels are actually off the bus and there are real world consequences. And we're just, we're three seasons into it and they keep faking we, it like and we keep kind of but not really kind of but kinda not really. a square one by the end of Dude, the it's, year it's such a tease that i'm honestly on on that level i'm over it it's great content i enjoy the content the stories are fun the characters are great but shit or get off the pot well i'm, sure. I'm not i'm not that far against it my only issue is by them doing that they make homelander so important that you don't have a series without him anymore when in reality, the boys can should be able to exist without Homelander. Eventually, they get rid of him, and there's there's other heroes. There's other they got to take down. Vaughn is the big bad, not just Homelander. Right. Right. Now Homelander's set up to be the thing, and they pull back on him. What I what I did enjoy though, I love for some reason when I watch this show, a part of me feels like he can be redeemed. Homelander, you know who you you know who reminds me of? First time, yeah, Cersei Lannister from Game of Thrones. You know, yes. she, you, she goes through an arc where you like you hate her, hate her, hate her, and then she's you know, and then this, then she's taken over by those those religious zealots, and she's being tortured, and you almost you feel for her, like you want to see Cersei be Cersei and do her gangster stuff. To, yeah, yeah, exactly. You want to see her be Cersei and do the gangster stuff, and that's kind of how I felt with Homelander the whole time when he's going through this 
go through this like these changes you see him like off the rails and you're like you know this guy needs to be taken down and then what does he do there's a battle he has to save his son and he's like he's like we gotta stop I don't want my son to get hurt and then you're like you know what this guy's just trying to be a dad maybe he's not a bad guy even though he's a terrible terrible the same thing with Cersei they they gave them bad parents Homelander and Cersei Lannister so you saw that they were corrupted as children they didn't stand a chance so with that being part of this story, as an audience, we kind of go, because there's a part of us that goes, it's not all your fault. And then they do little sprinkles of where they get redeemed enough for us to hold on. And when he was like, when he, first of all, I was like, why wouldn't him and Soldier Boy Team up. bond? Because Soldier Boy's from a different era. It's like, I'm watching Succession right now. And yeah, that dad would look at Homelander like, when did you become such a pussy? Yeah. <laughs> he would. He would look at Homelander like, you're a freaking joke. And he did. But a part of me was hoping, like, man, maybe you guys can, like, fix each other. Maybe you guys can be best friends. They dropped a couple great things as it pertained to understanding Homelander for the first time in any of the seasons. And they, for me, they gave him the save the cat moments with the kid. So we saw him operate outside of his norm because he had something he actually cared about. His kid. The kid. Yeah. And the other thing they did is they took our heroes who are so anti-superpowered people and they let them be superpowered, yeah. which is interesting because it makes them hypocritical. It makes it so it's harder for me as an audience member to identify with my hero now because my hero is crossing the line and it gave conflict for the team, which was nice. But when they took those hero figures and they gave them the temp compound V we saw it not only give them powers, but it altered their personalities. They were like roided up people that cared less about anything else other than the power that they were feeling at the time. And it's a drug and it's an addiction. And so instantly I understood on another level that these people who are injected with compound V are in this constant state where they're, you know, they're on that chemical. They're chemically imbalanced actually, where the way they reason, logic, and deal with things are just on a different spectrum. So I have to try to understand Homelander in a different way because now I'm understanding my heroes in a different way. And they gave us, in season one, they gave us, remember when he was doing that interview and they pretty much was like, he's in Smallville and this is the way I grew up. And then it turned out like, this is all for fake. And we all found out the way he really, and it's like, how can you not feel for this guy? I mean, he would be... Superman, maybe, if the situations might have been different. I mean, he's hope- been emotionally abused since he was a baby. And, and that's <laughs> really, maybe physically abused. That's well. really the driving, right? The driving force between Homelander is his like internal struggle. Like he's he's fighting against everyone, but he's like really broken inside, and he's trying to figure out like you know what he could have been, what his life could have been if things were different. And he's really struggling with that. And I think yeah. that's like a huge, that's a, you know, that's a huge factor in his, in his character development. And I think what makes him not Cersei Lannister is like, you want to take over for what? Like he doesn't have this master plan of enslaving peoples and ruling. He just wants to take over to be liked. He just wants to take over right. to be loved. And he doesn't have this enslave everybody mentality, this dictator like mentality. So when we see him with his son, it's like, I don't, yeah, you don't really have an agenda with your son, but to have your son. Well, that's why he was so upset when Black Noir bounced on him because he thought Black Noir was the only one that he could rely on. 
And when Black Noir found out, then he bounced and was having his like cartoon visions and and, and the Chuck E. Cheese type place. Brilliant. Like, can we talk about let's let's talk about Black Noir? Right? Yeah, you're right. Like he only like he was hurt when Noir left. Hurt. He's yes. like he wouldn't leave. And then we see Noir just scared of freaking Soldier Boy. And then we see like how this dude thinks, and it's like this freaking Looney Tunes cartoons. Yeah. And so sad. And then they have this shot where he's seeing them on the stage kind of perform like what to do. But then it cuts to him and he's just there alone and there's nobody. And like they just made this character that seemed one dimensional, like one of the most tragic characters in this whole series. And they, and seemed- they waited till the end of but they did exactly this is such typical writing though. They did it right before they're gonna kill him off. And that's a uh, I knew it was going to happen. If you watch a lot of content, you'll you'll eventually start noticing that an underdeveloped character who quickly becomes overdeveloped is they're going killed. to kill. Him. They're going to kill him <laughs> off because they want to try to make that death mean something, and so they want you to like him right before they got to kill him. That's such a classic thing. Yeah, and they and they did that. I'll tell you what's funny for me though is, honest to God, Soldier Boy had every right to come back and just decimate everyone. Well, yeah. And they, because the reason why they entombed him for 50 years, he was a jerk. Abusive. He was a jerk. He was abusive. But <laughs> they didn't have a reason to entomb him like that for 50 no, years. you would have thought he was like going against the, our country. Nah, it was like, you kept me from, from playing uh, Eddie Murphy's part in Beverly Hill Cop. I hate you. I'm going to entomb <laughs> you. And literally that was the reason why Black Noir did it. But Vaught was also gave the green light. Like they were Vaught, like, Vaught said, we want to have a kid with his sperm and we don't want him to know about it. So let's entomb him. And you're like, yeah. you well, guys think, missed well, what? But I think that's the thing. He's super powerful, super charismatic. And if he wants to, he can eventually try to do what Homelander's doing now. So we got his sperm. We're making a better version of him. We don't need him. And I thought they were going to do that with Homelander. If they were to have access to his son, they would do the same exact thing. We don't need you. We have a new one. Yeah, I don't know. That was kind of hard for me to buy because Vought seemed to have such a finger on the pulse of everybody that that, that's the one thing they did was controlled people. And I didn't feel like, based off of his performance, Soldier Boy... So out of control, we got to get rid of him. you You never actually saw that. You saw him violent. But you saw him violent towards his team and violent towards the enemy. Maybe I got it wrong. Did Edgar co-sign on him or was just his team did it amongst themselves? No, Edgar co-signed on him. Everybody signed uh, on it. Yeah, yeah the whole, the whole package. But know. it seemed like it was actually spearheaded by Vought hmm. because, they were, because they wanted to have the kid. But, they could but, do that Soldier, but, but, but the irony of that is Soldier Boy said he wanted to have a family. He wanted to be a father. So they don't want. They I, wouldn't want him anywhere near that kid. I think it was Soldier Boy wasn't. You, you know, he wasn't the team player that Vaught wanted because they said when he stormed Normandy, he didn't really storm Normandy. He was there a week after. Like he, they were doing stuff with him that wasn't authentic, and maybe they felt like this guy wasn't pretty much good enough or or you know polished enough to 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 be their figurehead. So they just changed it up once they had. But he became, he became too popular, too well received by the public to just like fire him and he'll go away. It's like, no, he's not going away. You made a monster. Yeah. But I guess to Jack's point, well, we should have saw more of the monster they made. Yeah. Or that yeah. needed to be in the actual story. Yeah. Right. I was We're extrapolating. I, I was pretty shocked. We are. When 
Homelander said, I mean, when Soldier Boy said what he said to Homelander, like it made sense. But I felt like this whole time, I felt like, I don't know if you'd be that cold that quick. Yeah, it's you know why mind. he's he's from a different he's from a different time. You know he's from nah. you know the strong salad type. No, and I, 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 a I, I, baby. I get that, but I feel like we would have had steps before he would have came to yeah. that. I, I to me that felt like straight, shock factor. From it was shock it. factor for the sake of it. It wasn't to me. It didn't feel rooted in the character either. It felt like all right. We still need to have the fight. And right. so instead of having the team up, which actually probably would happen based off the way these characters are being depicted, we're going to stick to the fight because that's where we're at. Because Homelander says to him, you're not even, you have no beef with me. And I killed yeah. Noir. <laughs> and he's like, and, and, and even if Soldier Boy called Homelander, you're a disgrace, you're, you're, you're here crying. Homelander would have bowed his head to Soldier Boy. He just, Homelander just wants to be loved. He doesn't need to be the alpha. Right. That's why it didn't make sense, because yes. also we had this whole scene with Soldier Boy where he goes, all I ever wanted to be was a father. And then it wasn't just that Homelander said, hey, you're my father. You can be that father. I know I'm a little old, but guess what? I've also got a grandson, your grandfather. And so that grandson is Soldier Boy's chance to just be a father. Yeah, but also there was also no reason for Soldier Boy to kill Homelander. Like there was no, no motivation and it certainly wasn't, and it certainly wasn't some misplaced sense of I made an agreement with uh, the boys. You know that no. wasn't the driving and factor. I'm, and, and I'm surprised that they, he he put up with Butcher's nonsense for as long as he did. Because at the end of the day, like who's Butcher to him? You know, like yeah, yeah, you save me, but I don't care. I'm right. a soldier boy. Who unless you, you his unless his unless his code was like so strict, then you like Which I shook him? your hand and a handshake means something. That wasn't in the content either, though. I feel like that might have stayed, but once he found out Homelander is his kid, and I have no beef with this guy. I have no yep. beef with it. And to the point where uh, where, uh, where Soldier Boy got so out of control that they all had to fight him. And I'm like, I don't see what the motivation... Like His motivation for taking down his team was so strong. And then all of a sudden, he became this big bad at the end, where it's like, why are you even in this fight to the death? Like, What do you stand to gain? And killing these people. Can we talk yeah, about the fight? He wasn't a threat. He wasn't a threat. The, the thing with the fight, the end that kind of surprised me was, you know, everyone's scared of Homelander. Homelander is this overpowered, you know, Superman type figure, and these guys were standing toe to toe. Maeve, Maeve no, is standing toe to toe no, with him. I'm I, like, I, I, Homelander was holding back against Maeve. She still is the he only. Was in the beginning. She's the, but I, she's, I wouldn't say he was near the end of it. She's still the only one that can, like, give him a child, another child. The only viable option on this earth. And Homeland, the way we see Homelander use his powers and obliterate people, I'm like, and he was sidetracked. He was still like, where's my son? Where's my son? I don't... Well, you could see he definitely didn't want to fight her. He was pushing her away. He was trying to avoid the conflict with her in the beginning of the fight. But then near the end of the fight, he was ripping her eyes out. <laughs> right, know? but he didn't so, like, vision her. Like he didn't do the the thing. He, he did. Still, he did. He did heat vision her. She blocked it with her. You know her, her bracelets. Her gauntlet. Her bracelets. He didn't heat vision her. Like he heat visions a village. He was still like I'm doing enough to yeah, end okay. this. But you saw almost all the characters. To Chris's uh, observation, all the characters stood some sort of chance against him after a minute. All of them together. He's, like Homelander is. Not as I think what Chris is getting at 
is yes, Homelander might be a Superman knockoff, but he's nowhere near as powerful. No. Yeah, that's what we said. But Maeve is nowhere near as powerful as Wonder Woman. And A-Train is nowhere near as powerful as the Flash. So they're all, they're all like diluted, super-powered versions. Right. And uh, so the point we're actually making is all you fools out there that think Homelander <laughs> even remotely no, stands a chance against the Man one, of Steel. There's one dude that commented today <laughs> on our pictures. like, you know, he has to do is get kryptonite. Like Superman would like heat vision him from thirty miles away, punch <laughs> a hole through his chest, man. <laughs> like, with that nonsense, it is nothing. Um, let's talk about A Train, dude. Like, here's a character who you kind of feel like they did everything they could do with him, yeah. and then they add on this thing where it's like, and I thought, I thought this is one of the, the best stories they had because you saw a guy perpetrate trying to act like he's for the people. And then something really goes down and he wants to be for the people. And I was too late. Yep. I, I love the Kente cloth. I love the Kente cloth. Like, <laughs> just, just straight design. up, like a propaganda machine. I'm going to make this Kente. You don't even care. You don't even know what it means. And then that guy, Blue Hawk, is out here being too aggressive. And his brother gets paralyzed because of it. He, he brings Blue Hawk in to talk to them. When he knows he shouldn't be bringing them into this community, talk to these people. And his brother gets That's paralyzed. Maybe that, that you, uh, was it called Joygasm? What was it Herogasm? Herogasm. maybe the best episode out of a lot of it. Well, and what yeah. A Train does to the guy at the end, my Dude, God. I love when like creative people have speedsters because they show us like what they're capable of that we've never even thought about. I can just drag you. Yeah, I'll just drag you. And your flesh will just ugh. burn off your body. Talk you about a crash. Dude, but yeah. then A Train gets <laughs> <laughs> Well done, yeah. Jack. Meet, meet Crayon. Do Man. not go on subreddit and do not look up Meet Crayon. I'll tell you not. that right we, now. We will not. We wouldn't have thought about it. We wouldn't have crossed my mind. Well, now you have to because <laughs> no, I you need to know it's going to happen. Man, and then A-Train gets a heart attack, wakes up yep. with Dude's heart in his chest. Brilliant. This is such and, good writing. Oh. And then um, the, the, the PR, she's like, we're going to go out there and give a statement. And pretty much he says, okay, yep. to, 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 to selling out again. Yeah, well, it shows what's himself. nice about that is it's true character. A-Train was a dirtbag in the beginning, is a dirtbag in the end. Right. It's true character. But but his growth is how aware he's becoming of knowing he's a dirtbag. He's a big Well, we see him, we, we literally see him say that to... Um, What's his brother, his right? Kid. His brother. No, no, the, the kid. Oh, Huey. Yes. Huey. And he apologizes. He, he, in, oh, in, yeah. In, in the orgy, yeah. in the hero gasm. <laughs> hero gasm. <laughs> what, a place, what a place to apologize for killing someone. But it comes time. out. But it only comes out because A-Train's in a, a emotionally compromised position, knowing that he's at the end of his run, so to speak, you know? Oh. But the second he's got a fresh set of legs, he goes back to who he is. He's a, he's but, a dirt But bag. I think that's the conflict is he knows he's a dirtbag now. So it's going to be hard to play the game. It's going to be Maybe. hard to act like this is fun and this is cool. And I hope that's the case. But I guess it's let's see where this goes in season four. And I love yeah. the way Homelander puts him down every chance he got. Every chance. Every chance he got Homelander like, would just... It's just abusive. Like, he's let him just enjoy the ice cream. We got nope. to talk about his weight gain. Yep. <laughs> I love oh, it. Oh, so terrible, man. And, and the deep. The deep. Oh, my God. The deep. So the deep's uh, sex triangle with an octopus <laughs> where his wife actually kind of goes with it for a minute until she just can't. 
hysterical. I mean, Nadeep is one of those characters where it's really hard to sympathize with this no, guy. Because you want to you wanna be able to identify with these characters. So unless maybe you're in the bestiality. And, it's you not, know, but it's, it's, not, it's not bestiality for him. Well, because it's consensual. But it is bestiality. He's, no, he's like he's like part fish. This is not bestiality. This is yeah, like it's still pretty. It's just as normal. It's normal to him. It's still freaking weird. <laughs> it's a little weird. <laughs> and when Homelander made him eat one of them octopuses, oh, that man. was and the one terrifying. he liked. That was, was terrifying. Like, this is, he had like the name and everything. He's all he's like and stuff. he's chewing them. He's like he's praying right now. Oh my! <laughs> this content is crazy. Man, um, Starlight had a Starlight freaking grew the heck up. She already was on the trajectory of becoming straight up like superhero for real, but she really kind of was dope in this season, turning down Vaught and like putting them all doing the thing we're waiting for them to do for seasons. Finally, she says, yep. "Hey guys, this is what's going on behind the scenes," and now it's out to me. There. She felt Starlight in this season felt to me like. Every time I'm watching a chase scene and I'm just yelling at the protagonist to shoot at the tires or something, she shot at the tires. Mm-hmm. I was like, yeah. oh, finally, you're doing what makes sense. Yeah, because you can't fight Homelander with, 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 with Braun. So you right. have to. The only way you're safe is if you expose him and you're right. too popular for him to murder you unless he wants to just lose everything. So right. she was playing chess, uh, which I thought was. And then her and Huey and Huey, it's like, dude, like, just. It's okay. You've always been the weak one. Like it's oh, just and <laughs> Huey's powers, brilliant. Huey's powers were so. Or to run so, away. <laughs> his powers are to get away. I know. But, so his. So he basically had Nightcrawler's power. He could teleport. But when he teleported, he couldn't take anything with him. So he was stark naked every time he got on the other end of a jump. Dude. <laughs> just but you know what you know what's so clever about that. It worked for the hero gasm because everyone's butt naked in there. But not just for that. The the hero that he fought against, the hero that he like was translucent, who was also a guy that had to be naked to use his powers. The bookend. Oh, interesting. Come on, man. There's no sword fighting going on though. We don't know that. I didn't see all the hero gasm. (laughs) Did you see all the hero gasm, Jack? (laughs) I guess that's interesting. Yeah. Um, but I also love that when he teleported other people, they lost their clothes. <laughs> no, it was really weird. It was really weird. He's like, "Hey, man, uh, uh, let's. We don't have to do this naked. I've got a clothes stashed here." <laughs> um, Kimiko was another one who I'm glad she got her powers back, and I thought her reason for wanting them back to protect her friends was strong. Yeah. But I really. Her relationship with, with Frenchie, I thought it was clear until it wasn't clear. I'm it was really clear sure. until he was on drugs again. Yeah. It was clear until, like, they kissed, and it was like... Because so wasn't that what Frenchie be? was going after the whole time, and he finally gets it, and then he... Are you maybe he like friends? He, I don't know. I think he felt like maybe I'm not good enough for her. You know, I'm damaged goods. Because he kept saying, you know, we're damaged goods, we're broken, blah, blah, blah. And I think he puts her on such a high pedestal that... Even though he does love her, he feels like he's not what's best for her. And I think when she reciprocated that those feelings, he's like he freaked out and was like, "Oh shit! Like, what am I gonna do now?" Yeah, that's, that's how I real. I loved when um she she loved hugging him without powers because with her powers she he feels like like, like noodly, like noodly. He's and so I'm like, weak. 
But like that's <laughs> Superman. Like like think of, like everyone's World just of cardboard. Cardboard. It's like I I can't even give you. Think about like when you hug someone you love and just give them a big bear hug. Superman can never <laughs> express that. He can right. never express that level of love to anyone or anything. There's a moment in the Oats studio. You'll get it when you watch it. There's a giant who grabs a person. And that is what would happen if Superman gave someone a proper hug. <laughs> He'd just be like, oh, there's nothing left of that, dude. Wouldn't it be crazy <laughs> if you see Hulk versus Superman be like, before they fight? It, they're like, can we just hug, we just hug it out? We just hug, just it, hug out. it out real quick. Look at cool. It'd basically be like taking a giant sponge that's absorbed with water and squeezing out all the... Dude. Which is interesting. I mean, we'll go on. You can go on a whole Superman tangent. Um, now we, we have Head Popper, who's around here. Who's like, stupid power, though. <laughs> She's an amazing. She has the, the, the I know, I know, but power. I know, but imagine just, I mean, the level of disgust in this content. This character, literally, her superpower or villain power or power power is, if I think about it, I literally explode your head. <laughs> There's some powers that make it so you can't be a superhero. And that's right. one of them. <laughs> that's one of them. Yeah, and how do you fight crime? Well, I blow their heads up. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> Which was interesting the way Homelander stepped to her. Because maybe they're not sure whether it would work on him or not. Why wouldn't it, though? I know, but the way he stepped her it and would. the way she showed fear, it was like... Nah, it was like, is she really going to take it that far? Honestly, it would make zero sense that she couldn't blow his head up. Even if she couldn't blow up the structure of his head, she should definitely be able to blow up what's inside his head. Yeah, scramble his brains or something. Well, as Hello. especially we saw Maeve, uh, when she just stuck that shard into his ear, it didn't break on contact. Exactly, that's my point. He was like, ah, my ear matter. <laughs> And you saw you saw uh, the head popper give Starlight a little taste of what she could do. So no. you know that her power works on a spectrum. She doesn't have to blow the whole head up. She can give you a nosebleed. She, yeah, she can give you a little bit Just of pressure, so you know. Man, right. but um, I think we kind of, like, danced all over the boys. I mean, guys, I love this show. And in and whatever very little flaws I think it has, I don't even I don't even care. Like, they can kind of give me more of the same, and I'm good, because we're not getting this anywhere, man. It's the best. Invincible. Best. <laughs> <But> yeah. <laughs> and Invincible yeah. is infinitely better, because the characters just are the characters. The the boys, it's like... It's a satire. It's a, it's a satire. It's so right. tongue-in-cheek. It's, yeah. it's a Yeah, it's a comment. It's a political comment. It's a comment on heroes and villains, on comic Capitalism. Capitalism. Exactly. It's such an adult-themed show. I mean, you have a guy having sex with fish, you know? I mean, you have a guy that that tricks down and climbs inside of a penis. It's everything we've... It's everything... Intelligent person has ever considered about the ramifications of some of these powers in certain individuals' hands is all over the Yo, pages of these. This is us in the 90s as teenagers saying, Do you think Mr. Fantastic can make everything stretch? Like these guys, <laughs> those guys went and made a TV show. And yeah, I exactly love them for that. I That's love exactly. them for that. Guys, out of 10, I'm giving the boys. The boys is an eight for me, dude. And I'm being like, I'm holding back. Boys is a strong eight for me. Yeah, I co-signed yeah, the eight. I, I would give it an eight. Yeah. And I'm not holding back, though. 
<laughs> like you're being generous. <laughs> There's a world where the boys lives in a nine, but I won't do that. I'll keep it at an eight. Um, yeah, it's listen, it's it's great content. What Lawrence said is true. There's nothing else like it. If you're not watching the boys and you're an adult who can handle adult content, uh, the boys is where it's at. It's not for kids. Say, what are you doing with yourself? What are you doing with your life? Yeah. Uh, it's so freaking good. Uh, and, and I hate that, that these type of shows don't get too recognized by the academies because Anthony started plays Homelander is doing just amazing acting work. Like in millimoments, he shifts between jealousy, rage, comedy, charisma. Like he's just in a world. Dude, I'm like, give this guy a freaking Emmy nomination already. If this, if that performance was in different content, yep. you would have an Emmy. Yeah, but, but it is content based. That's why Heath Ledger getting nominated for The Dark Knight was kind of unheard of at the time. Right. It's why Chadwick Boseman getting nominated for a cartoon that's a action hero themed uh, comic book cartoon is like, does he deserve an Emmy? Yes. Are we giving it to him because he as he's passed or because of the content was outrageously incredible? But if that's the case, shouldn't all content be up for grabs now? I would hope so. But it's it. not. But it's we know not. it's not. It's not. And it's a shame because Anthony Starr is doing it's a master class, a master class. And oh, one last thing. And this is, I think you guys saw the interview where Jensen is like, he plays Soldier Boy. Yes. yes. <laughs> Worked his butt off to build muscle. And Anthony Starr is like, they'll put muscles in the suit. <laughs> you don't do all that. He goes, why didn't you just ask him? Why didn't you just ask him to put muscles in the suit? Well, Jensen, he said it deflated him. We can tell. And you still have that opening Captain America shot where you come out the chamber. So we, I'm sure that everyone appreciates your hard work. I'll tell you, the um, other thing I really liked was how heavy his shield was. It looked like it, yeah. I like the thing about Soldier Boy was freaking dope. I'm so happy no that they crazy kill him off. And he didn't do some crazy yeah, He didn't do the, 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 the Captain <laughs> crazy training montage. I didn't understand why he was knocked out at all. He fell off a building, so what? He's got. He's stronger than any of the other characters. Falling off a no, building, No, he always gets a little disoriented. I think after he does a yeah, big blast, exactly. Because it happened in the beginning when, when, he, when he first did the blast. So yeah, and I think that blast is out. more powerful. Yeah, that yeah. blast was more powerful than any other blast he's done in the past. He always blacks out. They call him when he blacks out. Um, how, yeah, did, they, how did Maeve survive the fall if she had no powers on impact? Chris, it takes. Uh, th- that's a very point. I was reading and it said, uh, cause of reasons. reasons. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah, well, done. I think it's time for some recommendations. Recommendations. So a lot of these recommendations, I think we've, we've spoken about in the past, but I think it's, it's kind of goes well with the theme of like offbeat superhero series content, no particular order, but if you like the boys, you know, we've covered a lot of these things in the past, but you should definitely check it out. Number one, Jack hit it on the head, Invincible. If you like this content, you need to watch Invincible because it's offbeat. It's just, it's just amazing. So check it out. Number two, Watchmen on HBO. One season, but it's freaking dope. Dope, dope, dope. Number three, it took time for it to grow on me, but I'm excited to start season three. Umbrella Academy. So, mm. it's weird, it's funky, it's cool. I think you should check it out. 
Um, number four, this may get mixed reviews, but Doom Patrol. So, no, Doom Patrol's dope. Yeah, it's it's right in the vein. It's yeah. adult themed heroes. And then number five, Harley Quinn. You can't. Yeah. It's the yeah. See, three's coming out another month or she's season like, four. She's like Joker. Why don't you just kill me? Oh, Harley. I'm not a basic, <laughs> the basic bitch. <laughs> yeah. Yo, yeah, when I first saw that, I was rolling. Oh, Harley Quinn, such a good watch. Well done, Chris. Well done. Um, well, guys, that's our show. If you liked it, you know what to do. Tell all your friends about it. Make sure you like, subscribe, download, leave a review. It helps with the algorithm. We're on Instagram. We're on YouTube. You can catch us. Just Google Three Brothers and a Shot of Milk. You'll see where we're living. And we will be back. Same back time, same back channel. Don't get the shaft. Peace. Peace. What? said the shaft, the how women in the 80s got the shaft. Oh, wow. I didn't realize you just went all the way back. <laughs> really trying to cancel us. Let me give you a, this is just for you guys, the other list I had. Go ahead. Patrick Swayze as Captain America. Wait, that's my Captain America. I forgot to give a Captain America. That was my Patrick Captain Swayze? America. Yes. It would have been a really good Because really he was the option. only person I can think of that Patrick had Swayze, man. Everything. He leading man with earnestness. Unless I cast yes. Christopher Reeve. That felt like cheating. <laughs> well, yeah, actually... <laughs> um, Hawkeye Val Kilmer yeah, yeah. that would work pretty good Black Widow Demi Moore yeah yeah. Demi Moore from the 80s like yeah. Ghost Demi Moore uh, Dustin Hoffman for Hulk why did you say this? because the other list was just infinitely better the blacklist Man, I'm with I the blacklist. forgot I forgot to say Cap is Patrick and I went I went I went around the lot to figure out Captain America's hard in the yeah, Captain America's oh, hard. Patrick Swayze is good choice he's good and Kurt Russell's too. Kurt Russell is great He's casting too. for something. He could have been Thor. Kurt Russell could have been any of them more gritty wild man. cards. Kurt Russell's a Hawkeye that's tied to this bull. He got a bone could Actually, he would have been a way better Hawkeye. I think Bruce Willis, they all would have given Hawkeye the, the, what he needed to stand out, which is why the hell am I even here? <laughs> <laughs> what am I doing? What am I doing? Instead of trying to take himself. Well, you saw them try to do that in later, later, later like in the series. Ten years gave, later, yeah, they gave him a sense of reality. Jeremy Renner <laughs> kept playing it like he's a secret agent instead of like, why the hell? Like I'm shooting bows and arrows, and you're like, hey, four man, why don't you yeah, give you, me some of that god power? You could have done this this whole time, you the whole time, and I'm here shooting arrows like a fool, <laughs> like, like in the 1700s. Iron Man, Tom Cruise. Okay, no. And Wait, wait, wait! No, can I, can I, can I? He's mad young in the eighties, dude. He's 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 Top Gun, Tom. Uh, he looks Tom like Cruise. a baby. Nah, he's he still looks leading like a man. Baby, he's still playing all these leading men. He looks like in in the first Top Gun, he's a guy in an academy. He look crazy. He looks like a baby in the eighties. Keep going. So that's my that's my bonus list. Chris, stop recording. <laughs> this file is gonna be no, no, no. It's, 